Did you know that spirituality lives in our brains and that we are all connected spiritually? Well, today we have a special guest who's going to explain findings that prove that we are hardwired spiritually. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Dr. Lisa Miller is the New York Times bestselling author of The Spiritual Child and the Awakened Brain. Dr. Miller graduated from Yale University and the University of Pennsylvania and is a professor in the Clinical Psychology Program at Teachers College, Columbia University. She is also the founder and director of the Spirituality Mind Body Institute, which is the first Ivy League graduate program and research institute in spirituality and psychology. Her innovative research has been published in more than 100 peer-reviewed articles in leading journals. Dr. Miller speaks and consults around her two books, The Awakened Brain and The Spiritual Child, for the U.S. military, faith-based organizations, schools, universities, and for mental health and wellness initiatives. And I am so blessed to have you on my show today. Welcome, Dr. Miller. Leanne, I am so full of joy and gratitude to be here with you and speaking together with you to families of faith, families of deep spiritual commitment. I have to say, I read both of these books all the way through. I earmarked so many pages. There's so much information to share that we could probably have three hours of a podcast just to cover everything. I'm so thankful that you've done this research and that you're sharing this with the world because the world needs to know what is going on. It is just that important and amazing. So both of your books, The Spiritual Child and The Awakened Brain, they're just outstanding. And they talk about the importance of children and people being connected spiritually and how your team found where spirituality lives in the brain. But Leanne, as you know, families of deep faith, they need no proof. There's no necessity to prove to a deeply spiritual, religious person about the importance of faith. But that said, science is a very, very powerful mirror that can look on to the impact and the extraordinary reach that spiritual life has in changing our lives. And what science shows us is that a strong spiritual life in our own heart and in our families is absolutely a tidal wave changer on what our lives will unfold to be. We will love more deeply. We will have a deeper commitment. We will be healthier. We will have ethics of service and connection. Our lives look entirely different when we have a strong spiritual core. And so important is this finding that, and so profoundly vivid is this finding through the lens of science, that whether we're looking at MRI studies at the brain, whether we're looking at genetic studies or long-term clinical course studies on our health and wellness, it doesn't matter which lens of science we pull up to gaze at this extraordinary presence of spirituality in our lives. It's just absolutely incontrovertible through hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles spirituality in our lives and spirituality in our family lives changes everything. Now, if we want to look at that lens that looks at the brain, 
we know through our MRI studies that spiritual life is involved with a circuit in the brain that every single one of us has been given from day one. Every one of us is a physical being, an emotional and cognitive being. And from day one, we are born spiritual beings, complete with the equipment of a spiritual brain, if you will, the docking station for our deep known relationship with God. We're built with this. And we can watch through our MRI machines how the brain moves, what courses through the brain when we are knowing and feeling, experiencing our personal relationship with God. We are built for this. So whether you say from a religious perspective, God built us this way, or from a scientific perspective, we watch how the brain with which every one of us is endowed is ready and equipped for spiritual relationship with God. And for those who are skeptics, you know, in the science field, they can now see that there is proof in the findings that you have. And so it's just so refreshing that we see science working together with God's word. You know, for a very long time, there were two camps of people. There were people who said, I am a scientist. I only take as true that which can be shown through science and nothing else is real to me. And then there were other people in the other camp who said, I'm a deeply religious, spiritual person. I know this to be true, and it needs no outward proof from science. But it turns out that these two camps can be brought together hand in hand, and that science finally, in the past 20 years, has taken our lens and pointed it at the impact of lived spiritual and religious life in the human life course. And science and spirituality now go hand in hand in lifting up the lens of science and looking at the extraordinary impact of the spiritual and religious life. Well, you say in your book, The Spiritual Child, that all spiritual, spiritual connections are beneficial. So why do you think spiritual connection through Christianity is the better way to be spiritually connected than all the other connections, because you do talk about other connections as well. So when you look at the human brain, turns out that the very same neuro docking station, the very same incarnate dimension of our lives through which we feel a deep known relationship with God is the very same neuro seat through which we see God in one another. So as we love God, we literally are built to shift our eyes and love one another. It is one story. And the beauty of Christianity in uniting our deep love of God with an understanding that what you do to the least of these, you do to me, is to realize our most profound, deepest birthright. I'll share with you a story, if I might. A few years ago, I was working long days in the lab at Columbia, looking at large data sets, trying to understand the impact of spirituality in the human life. And one day, right at a, I was toiling with the numbers, thinking over this on the weekend, I'll be ashamed to confess, it was BC, before children. <laughs> I stood there on the subway platform, ready to go up to Columbia on a weekend day. And it was hot. This was an August day. And the subway cars were packed. Finally. A subway stopped and there was one car that had space, a little room to breathe. And I hopped on that car thinking, ah, I found the empty car, quickly to discover that all the passengers had run down to the far end to avoid 
and very alienated, increasingly agitated, and completely ignored and disavowed homeless man. And he felt angry and he felt hurt. And as each new passenger boarded the car, he'd say, hey, do you want to sit with me? Hey, you, you over there, you come sit here by my side? People scampered down to the far end of the car. And then he got even more ignored and agitated and felt more disavowed and said, you down there, you want some of my lunch? And started throwing pieces of his lunch. Well, this went on every single stop, 86th Street, 96th Street. 103, 125, we get to 145th in Broadway. The door opens and who should walk on but a most elegant, regal couple. It was a grandmother and her granddaughter. Grandma in a white pillbox hat and white gloves, green pastel, and her little granddaughter matched with white gloves and pink pastel. Well, everyone cringed because they were so lovely at what was about, you know, it was written on the wall. Hey! Will you come sit with me right here? Grandma and granddaughter look at each other, nod. nod. Yes. And then <laughs> walk right over and sit by his side, touching side to side. This is a story of who we really can be to one another. And Christianity is so strong and clear. From grandmother to granddaughter was the passing of the sacred torch. Grandma walking the walk, and I could hear in the silence the many years through which grandma had been talking the walk. Grandmother and granddaughter sit side by side, completely poised as he then erupts. Hey, do you want some of my lunch? Together, on cue, they turn, nod, and in unison say, no, thank you, with their hands graciously folded. And this goes round and round. He can't believe that he is seen, that he is honored as a fellow soul on earth, a fellow child of God. And what went through my mind as I looked at beautifully dressed grandma and granddaughter, the only people on the subway car to look him in the eye, speak to him and regard him as God's child was what you do to the least of these you do to me. It was the message of Christianity. Absolutely. And you talk about the nod quite a bit in the book. After that, and you express in detail where we see this nod, and this is the connection, the spiritual connection, without even saying words. We are so happy to have you on the show, and we're going to have another segment with you so that you can just explain more about these wonderful findings. So I'm hoping my listeners will please tune in for next week to hear the rest of what Dr. Miller has to share. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 